is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231 is the number you'll need. That's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And want to welcome our brand newest affiliates. So we've got two of them joining us officially tonight for the first time uh, ever. I think actually they started last week, but we can say hello because now we know they're on and everything is working correctly. So welcome to the Talk to Me station, AM 1300 WMEL on the east side of Florida over at the uh, Cocoa Beach area. I've listened to that station. The Space Coast, yeah, actually. Yeah, I'm- and so they're on board. They're taking our Saturday show, and they're going to delay broadcast it overnight. So the their listeners will be hearing us technically early Sunday morning from midnight to three, which That's is cool. A, it's, it's late in, late at night or early in the morning to get a shock like Free Talk Live. KWON 1400 also joining us in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, which is a welcome. Uh, glad to have them on board as well, and they'll be taking the show live. So you guys are hearing us live here on Saturday nights from 6 to 9 Central. So welcome to our listeners in Oklahoma and our listeners on the Space Coast of Florida. 800-259-9231. You're going to notice that Free Talk Live is a little bit different. Uh, well, maybe a lot different than those other talk shows out there it's yeah you're gonna have to listen to the show a little while um a few at least a few weeks to to understand the consistency of the message that we talk about on free talk live the uh the the conservatives and the liberals out there they they don't really have a consistent message but we do we have a message of principle um and that principle is uh, peace uh Equality and uh, personal responsibility. Yeah, it, liber- liberty is the uh, the focus of the issues on the show, the the perspective that you'll hear. And there's a real big, really big issue that I wanted to uh, to touch on. It's not the Egypt uh, situation that we've talked about for the past couple nights. We do have a weekday show as well, so if you've missed that, you can go to freetalklive.com and grab archives there. Or if you've missed anything about the Egypt, uh, you can just turn on any cable news station, and that's all they've been talking about for three days. But I wanted to talk about something that's going on right here, something that in this so-called United States, something that is, well, frankly, chilling, disturbing, sick, twisted, really upsetting. And maybe you've not heard about this because, well, it hasn't really been discussed that I've seen publicly recently. It was really kind of bubbling up around the election in 2008. Uh, There was some talk about it then. And it kind of died off since then. But now it's back and it's being pushed by the same pushers that were out doing it before. Newsweek is one of the major companies behind this effort to bring about what they are calling national service. Now, national service, what is it? Again, perhaps you've never encountered this idea before. It's pretty, un, you know, it's pretty unusual for America to have something like this proposed so a lot of people are going to maybe be caught off guard by it but effectively what they're trying to do is well draft you or your kids well see it all hasn't been quite ironed out yet they want basically if they had their way they'd want every single american to essentially go to work for the federal government to work for the federal government for uh, for a number of years or maybe a number of months. Again, the details haven't been quite ironed out. It'll teach them discipline, Ian. But they do want you. And actually, we're going to come back to that in a moment. We've got a jail call. We've got to take this call. call. Press 
Zero. Our friend Zero. is in jail right now. His name is uh, Ademo. From a correction facility and is subject to monitoring He was put in uh, in jail Thank earlier this week. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, he was put in jail earlier this week for daring to speak out in a uh, courtroom, and he spoke in a you know in a manner that is uh, well, it's not really welcome in uh, in most courtrooms. But they ended up throwing him in a jail cell for 60 days uh, as a result of this. Uh, Ademo, do we have you there? I'm here. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Well, it's uh, well, it's uh, good to have you here. I'm going to have to kind of jockey the, the phone here because we got the weird jail connection and things are kind of bouncing back and forth here. Uh, let me get bring our listeners up to speed on what happened to you uh, and just, to, just so they know what's going on. Full video footage of this is available. Would you say copblock.org is the best, best place to go? No idea, man, where it's at. Sorry. Okay, that's well. Copblock.org had it. Uh, Freekeen.com also has it. And if you're going to Freekeen, you're going to have to scroll down the page, maybe go back because it happened on Tuesday. So make sure you go back to uh, the Tuesday range as far as finding the you know the unedited video of what transpired. Uh, but I guess you were there, Ademo, so maybe you can better tell the story of what happened to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on uh, Monday, on Monday, my friend and uh, you know partner in everything pretty much these days, uh, Pete Ayer was arrested for not taking off his hat in court, and uh, on Tuesday he had his arraignment. At that time, Burke uh, said he was, Burke is the robed man who proceeds over the said court, and uh, he, he told Pete, who was not giving his name up at the time, that he would remain in jail until he did, and I, I said, you know, a, a bailout made a Justice and a- <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, this is terrible. Ademo, I have to tell you that the uh, the phone you're on sounds like absolute garbage. And the funny thing is, he called me earlier today. It wasn't so bad. Uh, when he called me earlier, he informed me that at this jail, which is, by the way, a brand new jail. We're here in Cheshire County, New yeah, Hampshire. I think they have better phones. Uh, we, we're here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire. There's They spent like $40 million on this jail. It opened up in April of last year, and I went in for a tour, actually, of this jail, and, uh, and, and we're looking around, and it's really nice. I mean, for a jail, <laughs> it's really nice. Of course, it's brand new, right? Only the best for our convicts in Cheshire County. And so I thought, well, all right, how long is it going to be before this really nice brand new jail turns into a run-down, ramshackle s-hole? And not even a year into this thing having prisoners in it, and it has the, – the, he, he told me that five out of the six phones – he's in general population. They have six phones in there. There's something like 60 prisoners in the, the room that he's in. There's different cell blocks. So in the cell block that he's in, they have six phones. Five of six are completely broken. You'd think with the incredible revenue that uh, county jails get off of uh, you know, the their, phone calls? their monopoly on the uh, telephones there in, in jail that they would keep them going. I mean, they, get, they make a lot of revenue. They don't make any revenue off of bunks or giving out medication or you know, clothing or housing the inmates, but they do make money off of the, the telephones. Yeah, we're not, it is not cheap to take this phone call, I can tell you that. Uh, Ademo, I want to see if we can talk to you just briefly here. Are you there? This isn't probably going to work. I'm here, but this probably isn't going to work, so I can't hear you now either. Oh, that's no good. Well, I'll tell you what. I appreciate the call tonight, dude. Uh, keep me in the loop. Uh, we'll, we'll keep our listeners in the loop. We'll just have to do it indirectly until you can get to a better phone or until they uh, they repair the the, uh, the phones there. But and maybe I'll just put them on hold. You can talk to him in the break. Let's talk about national service. So, well, no, I, I, we talked started talking about this. I'm okay. going to bring our listeners up to speed on what's going on, Mark. Thank you. We'll get back to national service, though. Uh, so... Five out of six of the phones are completely broken in this place after less than a year of it being open. 
And as you say, they're raking in the cash on these phone calls. I don't know what it is. It's it's you know twenty five cents a minute at yeah. least to it, talk it, to these people. It makes uh, making a cell phone call to India look cheap. Now I know that you know you could point out well these are prisoners. Maybe they're not treating the phones very well. That's oh yeah yeah I'd say that that there's a good chance of that. That's that's certainly a possibility. However, I mean, how hard is it to break a prison phone? These things aren't exact. I mean, how. <laughs> There's not a lot to a, a, a standard right. landline telephone anyway. Um, yeah. These don't have uh, the mechanism for taking coins or anything no. like that. So no, it's just a it's just a uh, basically some sort of a digital interface, from yeah. what I understand. I mean, the, this new prison has video cameras. This phone system they have, they can actually this prisoner can actually sit, talk into the phone, and there's a video camera in front of him to where he can have like a basically a visitation from people that are out in the lobby without actually even having to uh, to see the person. I think that's problematic personally because it, it eliminates the human contact from yeah. visitation it's but it's the suggestion that they're actually getting a visit when they're not really yeah so my, my point being that's you know a very technically advanced facility for a prison and yet it's broken so uh, i think he was calling in to kind of give uh, our listeners an update as to what's going on so i'll do my best to recap from my my conversations with him he was thrown in jail for 60 days as a result of speaking in court well now, it's not just speaking he spoke out of turn and he used uh, foul language and and yeah. it was it was inappropriate behavior, but sixty days. I mean, any other place in America, if you speak loudly and you get uh, and use foul language, they'll kick you out. Yeah. In, in court, on the other hand, apparently they'll give you sixty days. It's crazy. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can go to freekeen dot com to get some of the latest on that. Uh, we'll come back with more. We'll talk about national service and take your calls about anything. How do we bring liberty into the forefront of entertainment? How about film festivals? How about Sundance Film Festival? Pledge today to moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com to help Silver Circle complete production by the Sundance Film Submission Deadline. Now's your chance to spread the message. Visit moneybomb.silvercirclemovie.com through the month of January to pledge. Because Sundance needs liberty. is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance to achieve liberty in your lifetime. Well, you have to get together with other like-minded people first. That was what I realized after years of just pounding away at the political system and having absolutely no success. Uh, I realized that the problem was uh, liberty-minded people were just too diffuse. We were too uh, spread out. And so somebody came up with a um, brilliant idea of the Free State Project, and you can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about it. Uh, But essentially, the idea is to concentrate activism in one place. New Hampshire was chosen as that place. And Mark, you and I made the move here um, over four years ago at this point. It's been an absolute blast. We've gotten to meet some of the most uh, wonderful people, people that understand what the ideas of liberty mean, people who have also, like us, picked up their lives and made the move here to New Hampshire in order to get active. Uh, for liberty, you can go to uh, you can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. 
And in fact, we were just talking with Ademo a few moments ago from LibertyOnTour.com. He's sitting in a jail cell right now uh, for 60 days because he was fed up with the uh, the tyrannical court system in this country, and he let them have it uh, with a torrent of verbal abuse uh, in the courtroom. As you pointed out, Mark, yeah, it's you know was not an appropriate thing to do for uh, you know to be in court. It was it was disruptive. He wasn't the one that was on trial. He was just sitting in the audience uh, at the time. But the but, Constitution. Gave- guarantees uh you know a right to you know no cruel and unusual punishment and as far as i'm concerned for an outburst where any place else in america you would be asked to leave uh, you know possibly forcibly uh you know tossed out if you were uh, if not, you didn't leave if, yeah. you did, if you didn't leave of your own volition but because it's a courtroom it, it is the the church of the almighty state essentially you get 60 days and i think that that is not commensurate i can i can even see them giving him a day or two to uh, cool down than having him come back in and apologize as i understand it they drug him out he cooled down they drug him back in he apologized and then they sent him to jail for 60 days that's correct he apologized for offending the the man in the robe right. well, i need to apologize to get 60 days the man in the robe then at that point said it wasn't he who was offended it was the court and uh, that, that, was that is the uh, strangest thing that i uh, you know i mean what what is the court well that that really you know is a, a clue to what these people are all about and they they have this weird religion where uh this man who normally is named Named Edward Burke, the uh, the judge here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire, in the district court. That uh, normally he's, he's a, a man named Edward. Generally Burke. nice guy until um, you until know, he puts while, on a robe. And then when he puts on this robe, he is no longer Edward Burke. He is the court. And this is the the ludicrous fantasy that these government people believe. And they believe it with their, you know, the whole of their being. I mean, the, the whole idea is that he wasn't offended. It was the court who was offended. And so, therefore, the court has to take action. And if you ever read any of the orders that judges write, they always write about themselves in the third person. The court has ordered. The court has issued. The court has this. The court has that. The, the court was offended. The court, the decor of the court. It, they never refer to themselves in the first person. They, they become the court. And so, he's the court. And when he's not there and they've got the fill-in judge... It's not the fill-in judge. It's not that man. He becomes the court too when he puts on uh, the robe. It's just this. So is the court the man? And if the man, no, the court is this concept. It is a legal fiction. The court doesn't actually exist. Only men and women exist, and rooms and buildings and things like that exist. Uh, But the court is no more than an idea. So anyway, it really kind of points out that there is this ludicrous uh, this religion essentially that is the government. That government is almost its own religion they've got their own ceremony that go on i mean they're you will all rise you know when the the man in the robe walks in and of course our, our activists don't have respect for this ludicrous religion so they don't rise and they haven't been arrested for that thank goodness uh but then you know you've got this this power that uh, that these people it's it's almost a, you know it's almost like a myth in uh, in a certain way you know these these men th- th- there's nothing more special about the court it doesn't have power it's only a man in a robe who have men with guns who are willing to follow his every decree it doesn't matter whether the man in the robe is following his own rules or he's following the law or he's doing what he's supposed to do the men with the guns don't question him 
Whatever the man with the robe says, the men with the guns will do. They don't know what the rules are. They don't know what the law says. And the guy in the robe doesn't either. In often, well, yeah, no one could possibly know what all the laws say. Uh, it's impossible. Judges don't know any more than anyone else. But even when they're, um, you know, even when they disobey their own rules, they'll just go ahead and do it. And um, you know, and there's the no consequences. Yeah, right. The, the bailiffs won't go after the judge when the judge orders something that's contrary, clearly contrary to the law. We've seen it over and over again. They'll just go ahead and enforce it. Let's go to the phones, uh, get your thoughts. David is on the line listening to WKBK in our very own Keene, New Hampshire. Hello, David. Hello. I was just going to say one thing real quick, which triggered while you were talking, which I agreed with everything you said, Ian, 100%. I think um, I think the judge was a little bit insulted that, that he... that he. I think the judge just did it on emotion in the moment because he... He just was looking at him like, no, it's not me. It's the rules that are doing this. It's it's just, I don't know, the way he, you know, because, well, I don't know. Maybe he feels like he's not responsible if it's the court that's doing something. Maybe if he believes this legal fiction is doing it, it's not the the man, Edward Burke, who's doing it. It's the court. And I agree with you, David. Likely it was an emotional response and an understandable emotional response. I get it. I get where he's coming from. But if it's an emotional response, one needs to, as a man, as a human, one can say, you know, I made an emotional response. Maybe I should look at this again. But if one is, quote unquote, acting as the court, as this, the the court can't make mistakes. It's not possible. So therefore, the. um, Sure it is. They make errors all the time. Right. But but they don't see it that way. This is the amorphous idea of the court. The court can only reverse itself. It cannot Mm -hmm. make a mistake. So it's much more difficult for a person who's acting as the court to admit, oh, you know, I've. I probably acted a little emotionally. Maybe 60 days is too much. And, you know, it may very well be that he drags him back in, uh, you know, a week or a few days or something, uh, says, yeah, you'll, you're free to go, or just lets him it go from be. the jail. You're you right. never know. I mean, so, but, uh, you know, standing here where I am today, it seems like, a, a, you know, an outrageous uh, sentence for this. Well, I, I wonder if anybody out there actually thinks it's a, an okay sentence. I mean, who out there would look at this and say, yeah, put, a, put that man in jail for 60 days for saying F you to the judge, basically. I mean, he was not very, you know, not very nice in his language. And uh, but the, the idea that that is in any way appropriate is pretty ludicrous. David, any other thoughts? I, I presume that that he's looking into whatever legal motions or actions that he can take, because as we you've, know, you've noted that this is excessive, he must be looking at whatever legal a- avenues. There's he really can nothing. Do to- David, really? when you're talking about a contempt of court situation, there, um, you know, he didn't break a law. There isn't a law called contempt of court. It is this um, it's a power. Tra- it's a tradition of the court. Uh, I guess a power might be a good term. So, you know, there's there's nothing that says you could go to contempt. Of, uh, you could have a life sentence for contempt of court. They can keep you in there as long as they as they want to. Yeah, it's a really crazy kind of uh, privilege, if you will, that the man in the robe has. I thank you for the call, David. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. So you've got a guy that goes into a courtroom and just lets loose on the judge. What do you think should happen? Is 60 days appropriate? Does anybody out there really believe that's okay? Even those of you who believe the court should be respected. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Also, National Service coming up. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? 
This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You will find the features there are completely free, so head on over. Enjoy the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. That's uh, last week's worth you'll see at the front page. And then you click into the archive section, and that'll take you all the way back uh, to late 2006. It's all totally free uh, thanks to the folks over at HostGator. Get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. Check them out. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. They, uh, if you have a band or a business or just some message that you want to get out to people, they can make uh, bumper stickers for you. They can do small runs, and they can do them incredibly competitive prices because they have a different process than most bumper sticker companies. Go to LibertyStickers.com. Uh, get, a, get a quote from them. It's LibertyStickers.com. All right. We're uh, back here. We're going to take your phone calls, and hopefully we'll get a chance to dig into national service in a little bit. But we got interrupted in our first segment because I was expecting a phone call from a demo uh, from LibertyOnTour.com and CopBlock.org from a jail cell. We tried to talk to him. The connection sucked. That's what happens from jails. Um, so we, that, we weren't able to do that. But kind of wanted to bring you up to speed on what's going on. He's sitting in jail on a 60-day contempt of court sentence for speaking out in court in a way that the uh, the man in the robe did not like it was uh, he he did not use very nice terms we couldn't play the audio from it on the air because of that um, but uh, either way the the whole idea that somebody should go to jail because they offended the court is pretty ludicrous mark you pointed out he probably should have just been removed from the court I mean, that's what I, I that but that's what makes sense to me. But even if you're talking about a couple of days in jail, I think 60 days is excessive. Removing them from the removing him from the court would be keeping the peace, right? That would be restoring peace in that particular location. Everything beyond that would have been completely unnecessary. But wanted to get your thoughts. Judd is with us, listening in our hometown of Sarasota, Florida, to WSRQ. Hello, Judd. Hi, Mark. Hey, hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you're talking about uh, our judicial system, and uh, I was a police officer for over 20 years, and uh, I've been in court many, many times, and I've seen people have outbursts in court, and uh, most of the times, uh, the judge will listen for a second, and um, he'll give them a chance to have their say, afterwards he'll tell them, keep their peace, or they'll be held in contempt. In this, in and, this case, point of information... Adamo was never told he would be held in contempt. He was immediately arrested and held in contempt. That, now, it's my understanding that judges are supposed to warn someone who is in contempt that they will be held in contempt if they continue a certain behavior. That did not occur in this case. Okay. Well, like I said, generally they, they do. Um, that, of course, is, is up to the judge. But uh, we uh, either elect or a judge is appointed to represent us and... Uh, the judge does not point of information. The judge does not represent you. The judge represents the state. Well, the state is us. Nope. 
We, I, we I am are not, our government. No. Hold you, that thought, Do sir. you have anything I, to back that statement that up? That is nothing more than a fantasy. Uh, I am not the state because I do not use aggressive force against my uh, fellow man, my fellow peaceful man, and that's what the state does. I don't do that. Am I still on? You're right here. Okay. I uh, just heard it be by, uh, well, you say you don't use force, but many times in order to keep peace, whether through your door, um, I said I do don't use aggressive things? force. I do not aggress against my peaceful neighbors, and that is what the state does on a wholesale basis. So I am not part of the state. I want nothing to do with the state. Well, okay, well, uh, in order to, in the courtroom, uh, if someone is not acting peacefully, there does have to be some some sense of uh, organization and, and rules and regulations. We, we sure, all have- sure, I got no problem with that. Okay. But do you so think that they, 60 they, days in jail is an appropriate thing to do to a man who, you know, no warning. says F you to the judge? Well, if I was a judge, I, I may have done things a little bit different. I may not have uh, given them 60 days. I may have given them uh, 10 days or five days. I guess, I guess then it, that proves the point that you aren't the state either. What do you mean, Mark? Well, because he, if, I mean, you would have given him five or ten days, whereas this guy didn't. You said that the judge um, works for the, represents the state and that the state is us. So, therefore, um, that must not be a true statement because the state didn't do what you would do. Well, I believe our Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights say that we, the people, we are our government. We are the people. We elect people to represent us, whether they're judges or congressmen or senate. Uh, the Declaration of Independence is a rhetorical document. It really has no uh, binding in law. The Bill of Rights are intended to protect rights of individuals. They have nothing to do with the state itself. The Constitution was intended to bind the government. So, um, you know, and none of these things have anything to do with you or I and our inherent human rights. And I didn't sign any of them, by the way. I don't think you did either. <laughs> I didn't, but I guess our forefathers did. Yeah, well, what's that have to do with it? Our forefathers shot engines, too, and uh, I've got a little American Indian blood in me. Why should I listen to these pale faces? Well, uh, again, it, it, if you're looking <laughs> Because to... they've got the guns, Judd. That's the answer. Come on. You carried the gun for 20 years. You know that that's the case. If you would have stepped out of line and tried to get one of your fellow officers on breaking the law, using excessive force or something like that, you know they'd have turned on you in a second. The government's about force. Well, I guess we differ a little bit on that one, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, I'm, you know as well I'm as trying... I do, you wouldn't go into Newtown. 20 years ago, you wouldn't have gone into Newtown. It was a demilitarized zone. They wouldn't send cops in there if somebody had some kind of burglary call or something like that. And those people didn't get the same level of, uh, of, of serv- protective services that uh, the, the folks in the rest of Sarasota got. Well, that's, that's true of any major city that has a... Uh, an area like that. And it's just uh, okay. No, it's, I don't think it's okay, but, but when people don't want the police there, when you're not wanted, and so when you send officers in, and uh, not only are they going to try to stop a crime in progress, but then they have to worry about their own safety. Why home. do you think, just point of information, why do you think people don't want the police uh, around? Why do I think they don't want them around? For the most part, I think people do want us around. Well, but you said are, those people don't want the police around. Yeah, I heard some kind of generalization about Newtown. So make a, so make a generalization about... For those that don't about, know, Newtown is what, Mark? How yeah, it's, it's, it? it's the bad section of town in Sarasota. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm saying that in many cities you have those areas, whether it's L.A. or Chicago, New York City, Houston. There's, there's many areas where they don't want law enforcement there. Why? And, and Who's they? Why? 
because they they don't look as on uh, law enforcement as a, a plus. They, why? Why? Yeah. Because they want to take care of it. They want to police themselves. Hmm. And again, do you think when, that would be true, Judd? Wait a minute. Let me let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. If when you've gone into those areas, they don't want you to come in unless they they call you and say, "Hey, where were you? Why were you not here when this was going on to protect me?" Do you think uh, that, uh, that that people that you said they want to police themselves? Do you think that they might want to have the police around if the police weren't around? Oh, I don't know, going around arresting their friends for having plants and chemicals in their pockets. Well, that that's probably so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's you know what I recommend so, that you do uh, is is go and check out Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, leap.cc. It's a, a great website, a great organization of a lot of former cops uh, like you that might understand that uh, you know the, the the insanity of prohibition. That essentially it's prohibition in the war on the insane war on drugs, which is just a war against our friends and our family members. That is driving people away from appreciating the police. That is why people hate the cops. That's why people call you names. That's why people don't want you around because they see you as aggressors and they see you as people who are hurting others who do not deserve it and taking peaceful people who have a plant in their pocket and putting them in a, in a cage. I don't blame them for not wanting you around. I don't you want shouldn't. cops around doing that either. <laughs> well, besides the plants, uh, like again, there you go back to the same thing that uh, some things are legal, some things aren't. And at this time, plants in your pocket or pills and you know if this is what you want to do to yourself well that's okay but they end up bringing young kids into it and and it's just the reason why young kids are brought into it is because it's profitable in the black market to an extreme extent to sell these products so therefore ending prohibition would mean that they would be sold at walgreens i thank you for the call judd appreciate hearing from you tonight always interesting to hear the law enforcement side 800-259-9231 you can take control bring up anything this is free talk live Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like this program, you can learn how to help support the show by going to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll get a whole list of things that you can do to get Free Talk Live to more ears around the world. Everything from flyers to banners for your website. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Are you giving candy again this year for Valentine's Day? Well, get creative, man. That's what shows your loved ones that you really care. This year, Georgia's famous baklava uh, is a it's a walnut pastry. Give this year, give Georgia's famous baklava. It's a walnut pastry with over fifty layers of melt in your mouth phyllo. All the ingredients are premium and natural to ensure only the best taste. Georgia's famous baklava is shipped in a special container, priority mail, so it gets to you. Fast, fresh, and delicious. Order by Tuesday, February the 8th to make sure that you have it in time for Valentine's Day. You can see George's famous baklava at mandrick.com. That's M-A-N-D-R-I-K.com. There's no C in there. It's mandrick.com. I just got some delivered to, to my house. You I did. Yeah, it's so good. I'm running low. I'm, uh, do you, you need I'm some? I need some more. Yeah, I'd have to yeah. buy myself a Valentine's gift. I've had lots of uh, baklava in my life, and George's famous baklava really is the best. Yeah, he knocks it out. Where, where do you go? Mandrick.com? Mandrick.com. M-A-N-D-R-I-K. 
com. All right, we're going to continue taking your phone calls, 800-259-9231. Your thoughts on the so-called justice system. Uh, we go to Russell listening to WRNN-FM in Myrtle Beach. Hey, Russell. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh. Not a whole lot, sir. Um, but as y'all were talking about what goes on in the courtroom sometimes and what is the court, and as y'all were talking about a man being sentenced, I thought of a time to where the judge was a little excessive, but the court actually countered him. And uh, it wasn't a big court. It was master's court and uh, trap court, matter of fact. And it was supposed to start in about 930. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes about 10 o'clock, and, you know, officers, they can't always, always be on our time. They got their jobs, and they got to make their way. And if they see something, you know, they got to do their job. But it got to be about 11, 1130, and we hadn't seen him. Wait, point of information, you hadn't seen the man in the robe by 1130? No, sir. It, like I said, it was about... <laughs> Man, they can take their, They can take their sweet time, can't they? You've got to be there on time. If you're not there at 9 a.m. and they say to be there at 9 a.m., then it's a failure to appear. Uh, but if they're not there, then, oh, well, too bad. You know, it's just how things work. Yes, sir. Well, that's right. Murphy's Law in the yeah. government. But uh, Go ahead with your, your, your Anyway, story. as I got there, um, I talked with a few people in the audience and uh, a couple people there and asked them, you know, is it being canceled? They're like, no, he's on his way. But when he finally came in, he'd been out hunting that morning. And this is in a community where hunting is not an abnormal thing, you mm-hmm, know. Sure. And uh, you could see his duck boots on and his real tree camel was peeking out from underneath his robes. <laughs> and it kind of goes, kind of to account for my what happened to that guy got 60 days. It was disturbance in the courtroom. And what happened here was, this being traffic court, most of the officers there presenting their side of the argument were upset. And it was a odd thing of tickets getting dropped to the point that the master actually you know, said something about, like, more or less, what's going on here? Why so are we all here dropping, here dropping point, everything? Point of clarification, who was dropping the tickets? Um... The officers were, the issuing officers. A lot of them were, you know, unless it was something that, you know, common sense wouldn't drop. So the man in the robe was upset at the officers for dropping the tickets because that means less revenue for his uh, court, correct? Well, it also shows that the magistrate was was late for court because he was out hunting, right? Mm-hmm. So it, sh- it it points out that the officers are sick of sitting around and waiting around for this guy, so they'd rather just Drop get out the there cases. and, and uh, you know be of some use to the world and instead of sitting around waiting for this guy in his duck boots to So what to happened then? Well, as it were, as it came to be, it was a shove displacer by the officers in the court. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they got to it. He more or less said, look, I am the judge here and a bailiff, a sheriff's deputy bailiff, who is security for the court, kind of lost it and, you know, dressed him down more or less. The judge? And, uh, yes, sir. Wow. He kind of got to a point where it was creating disturbance in the courtroom and legally something could be done mm-hmm. to him. But at the same time, the other officers kind of, Got him kind of. Court got suspended for about another fifteen minutes, and it was conducted rather quickly once it resumed. 
Wow, I, I have to say, I've never heard a story like that before. You're, you're saying the, all the conflict in the courtroom that day was between the bureaucrats? Well, no, sir, these are not bureaucrats. These are public servants. Technically, <laughs> a magistrate's judge oh, that's the, is that's a bureaucrat the because of the week. He... Give him a prize. Thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate hearing from you. <laughs> oh, God. They, I'm sorry, are not public servants. Uh, <laughs> that was good. You know, Larkin Rose actually posted a great video about this. He's got his own YouTube channel, Larkin Rose. I don't know how you get to it, but I'm sure if you search youtube for it you'll find it i actually posted it over at freekeen.com so you scroll if you scroll down a few days you'll find it there but he really digs into this whole ludicrous idea that these people are public servants you can go to larkinrose.com really okay great um so it's just absolutely absurd and he just nails it basically if (laughs) if somebody is a servant then they do what you ask then they are beholden to you. You are in charge of them. Do they act like they're your servants at any point? They are your masters. They have guns and cages, and they will put you into them if you do something that they don't like. Does that sound like somebody you would hire? Maybe if you are somebody who's like a, uh, oh, I don't know, a masochist. Masochist is the one that likes pain, right? That's Mark? correct. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you're a masochist, you would hire a public servant to put you in a cage and threaten you with violence. But I don't know, most of the audience, I'd imagine... Me included. I'm not a masochist. I don't like pain. I don't like being put in cages. I certainly don't like being told what to do. I am not interested in hiring somebody to do those things. Of course, also being a servant would suggest that you have the ability to fire them. Well, I would love to tell the uh, government that I no longer want a bunch of their services, but yet they insist on billing me for them. And if I don't pay their bill that I've never agreed to, that I never contracted with, as you might contract with somebody who is your servant, if I don't pay their bill, my servants will come and serve me out of my house. So it's just a, absolutely absurd. It's nothing more than public relations. The whole idea that they're your servants. It's, well, it's ludicrous. Uh, you know, and, and more actually what it is, it's an armed gang with a very unusual way of appointing leaders. Um, you know, a public way of, of appointing Right. Leaders, you know, yeah. most armed gangs, uh, you have, you know, the, 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 the most vicious and, and the most vicious guy with the best leadership abilities is the one that floats to the top. If leadership abilities fail him, he'll always mow down the competition with Tommy guns or whatever. Um, however, in this particular, uh, you know, armed gangs, uh, you know, way of getting people to the top, they have two groups, two parties um, from which you get to choose your uh, Don one or Don two. Neither of which is interested in shrinking the size of the gang's uh, influence and power. Let's go to the phones and continue with your thoughts. William is listening in Keene to WKBK. Hello, William. William in Keene? Hey, yeah. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? That was some pretty funny shit right there. Oh, there we go. Let you go. I'm sorry, dude. We can't have that going on the air. This is a radio show. Board up, can you hit that button? Because I am not near it right now. Hopefully the, uh, the board up. Was able, he did get it in time. Oh, I'm so sorry, William. Maybe you could call us back another time. I'm glad you enjoyed. William was informing us that he thought it was funny. Uh, I guess what we were saying about the so-called public servants. He unfortunately dropped the S bomb, and uh, we no re- no to the S bomb. Regrettably, while I have no objection to the S bomb, the uh, the FCC does, and we have to protect our stations. So. Yeah. Yeah, it thoroughly upsets them. But, uh, William, you're welcome to call in another night. We'll talk to you then. Uh, all right, so 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Derek, listening in Salisbury, to uh, North Carolina, by the way, to WSTP. Hello, Derek. 
Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I was just tuning in and listening to your show. It was my first time, and um, and I was wanting to comment about, you know, uh, what went on in the court and that guy getting 60 days. Yes, sir. Um, you know, you know, it's common sense. You know, you got to have some type of level of, of, of respect, you know, being in the court. And, and, and maybe the judge did, you know, you know, took it to heart and maybe he wanted to make a name for himself or whatnot. But, you oh, know, six, six, 60 days, would, you know, it's kind of extensive to me. You would you say know? so. What, what would you think is appropriate? Uh, me, you know, you know, using that kind of language, you know, I, I probably would have gave him, you know, a couple of weeks or, or uh, maybe, you know, 200 hours of community service or something like that. Derek, thanks for the call and the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you. Hour number two is next. Plenty of time for your thoughts on anything. We get the chance we're going to talk in detail about so-called national service. 800-259-9231, which is really just a proposal to enslave all Americans. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. A very wealthy U.S. citizen is predicting that, in 2011, we'll witness the most important day in America in more than 50 years. He says it will change everything about our lives, the way you shop, travel, invest, educate your children, and even how you take care of your health and your family. Now, this man has made some outrageous predictions over the years, but he's usually right. He predicted the collapse of GM, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and America's biggest mall owner. And recently, he created a video, which you can watch online for free, detailing his biggest and most important prediction yet. I can't stress this enough. You should at least watch this free video online today. He explains everything you need to know, including simple steps you can take to protect yourself. You can find the video at endofamerica19.com. Although this video may be offensive to some audiences, it's worth checking out. Again, it's endofamerica19.com. That's the numeral 19. That's endofamerica, the numeral 19.com. live Saturday edition of the program, you are invited to take control of the airwaves. You can bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site there, completely free. The main feature actually allows you to control the content. You can, as you're surfing around the internet, if you see something you think our listeners might enjoy, uh, maybe it'll be a blog post or a news article or video or something like that, you take that URL, you put it into our site under the Submit Show Prep link, and then it shows up on our website. Other listeners can then vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked, making it to the front page in the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So feel free to go there and get interactive. Uh, we've been talking about the, the, the court system, the so-called justice system in this country, and specifically one of the, uh, the powers that the men in the robes have, uh, men and women in robes there have called contempt of court, which basically allows them to put any human being they want to in a cage for an indefinite period of time. Uh, now, up here in New Hampshire, where we do this program, it's my understanding that if a uh, robed man sentences someone to contempt for more than 180 days, they have to somehow justify it. Like, it, it, there's some extra provisions that come on there that anywhere up to 180 days, nobody questions it. It's no, it's no problem. They can just take you away from your life for months at a time because they didn't like something you said or something you did or or whatever. And we're talking about uh, you know various different aspects of the justice system. Uh, 800 
259-9231. And if we get a chance, I'd also like to discuss so-called national service. But back to your phone calls and your thoughts. Let's talk first to Spencer listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Spencer. Hey, guys, this is a treat. Um, and good evening, free talkers. Hey there. <laughs> What's on your mind tonight, Spencer? Well, I just wanted to chime in about the contempt of court. You know, first of all, you I, I didn't anticipate calling you, but I've listened to you gentlemen before, and you're, you're intellectuals. I really like your sort of freewheeling uh, liberal style and um, not not meaning liberal in a bad way, if you know what I mean. But Well, maybe like classical liberal or – Thomas pale- Jefferson was called a liberal. Yeah. Before the liberals of today, liberal actually meant somebody that yeah. respected other human beings' rights and – Not uh, a socialist. Yeah, and, and was not socialist, yes. Liberal would have been uh, somebody who believed in individual liberty, uh, but I wouldn't use that term for myself. I would choose the term voluntarist, somebody who believes that all human interaction should be done on a consensual basis. Anyway. Or, hey, how about, how about hippie? <laughs> but but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway um, this thing about contempt of court, you know, uh, the contempt of court is what exactly how you were describing what a judge deems contempt of court. Mm-hmm. So... I believe that there are jurisdictional limits, like you mentioned about New Hampshire and uh, live, live free or die, by the way. And uh, and Georgia, I think, has a 30 or 60 day limit. Reminds me of the old uh, Steve Marriott tune, 30 days in the hole. That's what you'll get yep. if you get an angry judge. Sure enough. So the court is a concept. It's an ideal. And if one were to, say, submit a uh, an ad- admission of, of ineligibility for for a president, then if that's in one court, that should go to all courts. In other words, they, they respect each other, they work with each other, sometimes they exclude things from each other, but ultimately it goes to the Supreme Court. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Mark, I didn't really get what he was coming from. He was just explaining it to you. Oh, okay. Just different. Clearly things, you weren't but, getting it. Well, one eight hundred two. Well, okay. I'm just, I'm just asking you for help here, Mark. No, I, 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 you know, I mean, he seemed he seemed to be explaining it. He's understood the, you know, how contempt of court is working. Gotcha. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Jim listening in Tallahassee to the other WFLA, the one on FM. Hello, Jim. Good mo- or evening. How you doing? Howdy, Jim. What's on your mind tonight? Um, w- would you agree that extremes are bad? I don't know. Tell me, I mean, that's, well, that's a pretty general statement to make. Yeah, but I mean, you, in a political vein, just as an example, you have the extreme left and you have the extreme right, and nobody seems to think that either of them are the way to go. Yeah, I, the, what the, most the, people, the extreme left and the extreme right certainly don't get a lot of uh, attention in mainstream politics. I don't even know what it means to be extreme left or extreme right. What the, what does that mean? Right. To you? So, so well. It, it means farther than than most people are willing to go. I don't even know what it means to be left or right. I mean, it, it's all this this you know this left right well, paradigm. It, I think is very uh, indescript, uh, very nebulous. Well, most of them, mo- most of them would say that the liberals are on the left, conservatives are on the right. Uh-huh. Just just to put I see them on. all as being on the same but, side. They're all a bunch of statists, in my opinion. They're people that want to control the lives of other human beings. So they're all just two sides of the same coin, in my opinion. I don't think that okay. I don't which, exist which, in the left right paradigm. Which 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 may which which may be true, but but that's that that's not where, where I'm trying to get to. The it, at one extreme, if you were at at the far left, or you call it the right, whichever you choose to do it, you have law. And at the other end, you have freedom. Somewhere in between is where everybody 
uh, or where virtue would be. Okay. I don't. You, I just nobody, don't. I just don't agree with the, uh, the you know your concepts. Uh, what you're basing all of this on uh, law does well, law see, is not the opposite of freedom. Uh, freedom it can exist with uh, you know with natural law. I mean it's it's entirely compatible with it. You okay. should be free to live your life how you want, so long okay. as you don't aggress against somebody else. And at that point, at the time you aggress against somebody else, you've given up your freedoms and okay. uh, you right. accept right. consequences for it. Right. No. Wait a second. Wait a second. When you said natural, you said natural law. Yes, that's what right? I said. What is natural law? Is that that's something that's innate in all of us? I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. It's it's a universal right? truth, and, okay. and, and truths so, have to be universal. So, um, well, but, it, what, but but people today don't believe that there are universal or absolute truths. Truth is something that has become relative to to the majority of the people in the world. Therefore, they think that that there is no law. That there is only free because if it feels good to me or if it's right for me, then it should be tolerated or um, yeah, as long as you allowed are, as by long as everybody you else. As long as you aren't aggressing against another human being, then yeah, it but should be it, allowed. But, but is it is it somebody yelling at a judge who is a a person in authority who was? Elected by the people of the community that that same person not lives everywhere. in. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. They're appointed. Okay. By somebody who was elected. By the not people. by me. Well, maybe you didn't vote for him, but the other people did. Okay. And they chose him to be your governor or, or, or uh, their mayor or whoever appointed this judge. You mean well, my ruler? I, I think you'd have to say the, um, you would have to at that point call a government legitimate, and I have a difficult time doing that, but I will accept that an, in an area where a person is in charge, if you yell at that person in charge, you're probably going to have consequences, if that's what you're trying to get to. Correct. So, but but if in, in if people had morals, and if people had virtue, there would be much less need for law. There would be much less control placed on people because they would police themselves. People well, do police they- themselves. Point of information, if you want to go and get a perfect example of how it is that human beings, for the most part, do police themselves, go no further back than the 2005's Hurricane Katrina debacle, where the government people demanded that everybody get out, that they had mass evacuations, and what ended up happening was all the good folks that that police themselves decided they were you know they're good law-abiding people so they're going to leave but these are the people that keep society together the fact that they exist the fact that they own stores the fact that they are there every single working day working hard doing their doing doing the things that keeps the, the glue society together right interacting with one another on a peaceful consensual basis the fact that they are there is what holds things together once those people left all you had left were the the violent criminals and the other violent criminals calling themselves the police and they were uh, clashing with one another in a very over uh, who could uh, get the TVs out of the stores the quickest yeah in a very violent so, manner yeah. so there was all kinds of law in that particular case in that location in uh, you know the areas of evacuation during hurricane katrina there was a lot of law there was state police there was california highway patrol they came in they got cops from all over the damn country well, they gunned some people down on a bridge and trying still, to escape and still and still certain people did not recognize them 
as <laughs> people of authority. Or They're not in authority. They're stealing TVs and murdering people. I mean, that's what was going on. No, no, not only that, Mark. They were breaking into people's homes, stealing guns from old ladies, the knocking them down. Yeah, the cops. I mean, so what I'm, my point is that that was all kinds of law, but there wasn't any order yeah, there. Thank you for the call think. tonight. I appreciate it. More coming up. You take control. Order is not because of government. It's because of humans interacting with one another on a peaceful basis. We can expound on that in a moment. It's free. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features we have there for you, including our news updates. You can get signed up via different methods. We've got email delivery. We've got Twitter and Facebook. Whichever works best for you, it's all completely free. It'll be the best way for you to keep in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get that done. It's all totally free. That's news.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who have to know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers who want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what needs to be done. It works for both plaintiffs and defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer, and it's so easy, the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. It's for everyone who has to deal with lawyers and judges and without people um, needing to lose needlessly. It's Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. We're going to continue with your phone calls here in just a, a quick moment, but I wanted to further comment a little little more on this idea that government is what creates order. No, no. Government is nothing more than a group of men and women who are essentially using the threat of violence over other men and women um, who aren't willing to use the threat of violence to get their way in order to enrich themselves, in order to, uh, you know, to essentially put food on the table, to, to make themselves comfy. I mean, they are taking money by the threat of violence and they pretty much do whatever it is they want to do. And really, the order that exists in society exists because it's in our best interest. See, we, we, we're better than animals because we have the ability to empathize with our fellow man. We have the ability to well, place ourselves... Some people are going to believe that people are naturally good, and some people are going to believe people are naturally bad. And you're not going to change that on in two minutes on the radio. But I would say this. If people are naturally good, then they don't need... Uh, you know, a top-down hierarchical uh, sort of infrastructure forced upon them. If they are bad, then you certainly don't want to have a top-down hierarchical infrastructure forced upon people because the bad people will get in control of it. The suggestion that the caller, and was his name Jim? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. The suggestion that Jim was making was that you can pass laws and that those laws will be enforced um, you know, evenly and invaluably. And that doesn't make any sense either. All we have to do is look at how things go. Do you think 
do you think that police officers, when they pull over other guys that are police officers, maybe in some other jurisdiction or some, something like that, that do you think they give them tickets? It's called professional courtesy. No, yeah, they don't. Chances they are they don't. Sometimes they do. Sometimes. But so, you know, and that's the obvious and that's the low end. And it just goes up from there. Um, it's you know, you'll, you'll find that government bureaucrats, cops and, you know, all kinds of different other government bureaucrats don't face the same kind of law enforcement that you and I, the average surf on the plantation do. And so that's, uh, you know, the the idea that we have law is fallacious. We do not have law. We have rules that people that are in charge when they feel like it will use against you. We have this arbitrary set of rules so my point being that uh, order exists. And, and animals show empathy themselves animals can empathize sure what do you think the uh, primates are you know, primates do all kinds of empathy okay primates maybe can empathize but one of the reasons why we're you know not your typical animal your typical beast uh killing one another is because we can empathize with uh with others and uh and we've realized that killing each other doesn't actually uh, help us get along very well it makes things worse and and well, i don't think everybody's realized that so no not everybody making these general statements I mean, there's obviously true. war and conflict still uh today mark but i'm I, you're right i am making very general statements and clearly there are exceptions to, to these statements but if you for want the most people part, to not mark, act in the fashion that they um that, that they use violence to solve problems you need to lessen your own use of violence to solve problems that you need to be the change that you want to see in the world if the change you want to see in the world isn't people u- not using violence in order to solve their problems then don't worry things are going along that way fine but my point is here is that most of the world is peaceful uh, most of interactions between human beings are peaceful really when you want to see violence between humans look to governments it's governments that are the ones that enshrine violence as their tool. governments have killed more people in uh, the 20 killed more people in the 20th century than any one disease yeah and so more than automobile accidents more than smoking more than anything that's what i was pointing out with uh, my example regarding hurricane katrina it's the average folks that are are interacting with one another on a daily basis that keep things peaceful the chance that those people could be armed those people could know you know self-defense up here in new hampshire we're, we're here in this place where there's a ton of gun freedom so you don't have a whole lot of gun crimes a lot of people that are you know they, they get gun freedom they understand this right more guns less crime that kind of thing uh, because they understand that there are consequences that come directly from the people you're involved with, not the police. It's not the fact that the police are somewhere out there that keeps criminals at bay. It's the I, fact that you could defend yourself that keeps criminals at bay, that the criminal might encounter some difficulty in his actions so immediately that, what, at the time of taking them. What you're saying is mostly true, but what we're seeing in Egypt, um, in fact, shows the opposite. Um, now, the police are busy cracking the heads of people who legitimately want a different government um, who are downtown in Egypt. But when you're seeing in the periphery of Cairo is that gangs, in some cases, these gangs are, in fact, um, they are uh, plainclothes policemen. They found they found plainclothes policemen attacking people out in the periphery of the town, committing crimes. And they've got their IDs and there's photographs mm-hmm. and, you, you know, there's real live proof. But in some cases, it's just people that are looting other people's houses. So um, and, and the fact that in, Jiba, in, in Egypt, they don't. They don't have a lot of uh, guns and that kind of thing. They can't arm themselves to protect themselves. Are the themselves. looters uh, looting uh, houses that have people in them? Or in a lot of cases, they are. Well, you know what, Mark? The, uh, the Egypt situation actually makes my point because my point is that order exists because of human beings interacting with one another. And Egypt is a perfect example of chaos because 
uh, it's not the police that are keeping things orderly in Egypt. It's a perfect. What I'm trying to point out here is that the people in Egypt have decided they're tired of the old order, and they are now going to create more disruption than the police can possibly handle. My point being that it's not the police that keep order. That is an illusion. They want you to believe that to be true, but it's not. As soon as enough people decide they've had enough, like they have in Egypt, they get out in the streets, and there's not a damn thing the police can do about it. So. That proves my point that order exists because of the choices of the the masses amounts of people deciding that's what they want, deciding that that's the best way for them to achieve their goals. In the case of Egypt, massive amounts of people have now decided the best way to achieve their goals is to create more disorder. And there's nothing the cops can do. There's nothing they can do. Let's go to your thoughts and your calls. Go to David listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, David. Oh, hey there. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, uh, oops, let me turn off my, my radio. Excellent. I'll tell you what. A very good friend of mine uh, was recently arrested on a sting operation. Oh, I'm sorry to, sorry Here, to hear that. Well, well, I mean, to be honest with you, just a little bit about the guy. You know, he was in his late 40s. Uh, he was getting separated from his wife, and, you know, he was, didn't know what he was going to do. So he answered an ad for, you know, this woman who was offered friends with benefits relationship mm-hmm. okay on Craigslist uh, or something right I actually I don't know what what it was okay it's just I, I I don't know the whole details of it. He, he just said he answered an ad so he met the woman uh, you know at her apartment and whatever one thing led to another and it was a sting operation one was a policeman and they were I guess next door they Tell came what, in David, I want you to finish the story here in a moment I want to get all the detail from you so hang on more with David 800-259-9231 you can take control bring up anything this is Free Talk Live this program is brought to you by Freekeen.com Freekeen.com features audio video and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You dial in, you take control. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231, whether you want to talk about the corruption in the uh, so-called justice system or anything that happens to be on your mind, you're certainly welcome to do so. As always, joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can uh, enjoy our website and the various features that you'll find there. Uh, They are completely free. Features like our listening options. We've got live streams around the clock, 24-7. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is airing. Plus, there are listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. And we've got our webcam, our free satellite channel, and 93 awesome affiliates across the country that are taking our show at various different times throughout the week. So get details and get tuned in at listen.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. The deadline for reservation is March the 1st. Uh, the berths are as low as $535, double occupancy. You only need 200 bucks to reserve your berth today. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. It's cruise.freetalklive.com. 
All right, so 800-259-9231. We go back to David listening in Tampa. You'd begun telling us a story about a friend of yours who, uh, I guess, what, what was it? He was divorced and then ended up uh, getting caught in a sting? Yeah, here, it, it, the bottom line is this. He, lonely guy, didn't uh, want to have to go to the bars or start dating or whatever, mm-hmm. and he answered an ad for a woman who was offering a, uh, you know, so-called friends with benefits type situation. Yeah. And it was a sting operation. He was arrested, and uh, he, he spent enough time in jail so that uh, he got whatever. He, he's still waiting on trial, but he's out on bail. So sad. Uh, the reality is, I mean, yeah, the reality is this. How is the state served with this whole thing. I mean, uh, I, I can understand people not wanting, you know, re- residential areas not wanting hookers around. I can understand, uh, you know, uh, the government looking at, you know, European models and not wanting brothels. It's not about, but, no, 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 it's not about serving the state. It's about just somebody decided at some point they uh, wanted to control how other people behave. And so they put those laws in place, believing that that would somehow be a success. And clearly it's nonsense. I mean, it's the oldest profession for a reason. No matter what laws have been passed against prostitution, uh, human beings have been engaging in trading sex for money for a long time. So they, they're never, they've never been able to stop it. And, and point of fact, the prohibition of prostitution has actually made it worse. So you talk about uh, middle-class neighborhoods not wanting uh, prostitutes running around. I don't think anybody wants prostitutes running around in their neighborhood, regardless of where, you know, where or what the class of the people there is, supposedly. Uh, but the reason why you have street hookers is pretty much because prostitution is illegal. I mean, if it were legal and you could have brothels and you could have locations like they out, they have out in Nevada, uh, you could have places where people can go to, to trade money for sex, then it would all be done indoors. People wouldn't have to be on the streets. Plus, you combine that with the fact that there's also another prohibition, which is the war on drugs, uh, and you, you get a lot of the, the reasons why um, street prostitutes exist is because they're looking for uh, you know their next crack fix or heroin uh, binge or whatever. And so they've got their pimp and they, you know, they're turning tricks essentially to get drugs. Uh, so if they, you didn't have the war on drugs as well, you'd have fewer street level kind of prostitutes. So really, it's it's prohibition that really brings out the the seediest sides of uh, the prostitution world. Well, I guess in this particular case, it was just a woman who was laid off from work. OK, she's a good looking woman. She was, you know. Uh, she was advertising herself as, you know, all of this stuff. So the guy figured she was on the up and up. Mm-hmm. She said uh, she just needed some help paying for, you know, uh, whatever, Cobra and her rent and all of this uh, over the phone. When he connected with her and he figured, hey, you know, what is he doing that was so wrong? Right. He was going to buy her dinner, take her to a movie, uh, spend some money on her anyway. Why not give it to her? Yeah, and 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 he he ends up with uh, basically uh, a, you know I mean a destroyed reputation. Mm. You know he's he's got to go to court. He's got to fight out. Of, uh, he's pro- his lawyer is now advising him that he should just throw himself on the mercy of the court because he's never done anything like this before, and maybe they'll throw the case out and they'll pay a fine and all of this. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't understand how that. That's a whole different thing. When one guy is in an apartment, you know, with how is that serve? How is the state served? I don't. Uh, I guess it's, I guess what you're saying is it goes along with the whole prohibition of it. Yeah. And I I don't know if if it was allowed. I mean, yeah, I, 
you know, there are people in Europe, and, and there, there's whole areas in every single major city in, in Europe where, you know, they understand what that's all about, and that's allowed. And well, it's, it's a, all... The problem with the European model is that there is a whole area where they only allow those things to go on. Uh, the ideal, in my opinion, would be to get rid of zoning as well, which would allow for these things to be wherever it is the market would decide to place them. They wouldn't all have to be in the same district, uh, which kind of creates this seedy area. I mean, if uh, you know, if you want to run something like that out of your house or rent a building downtown or whatever, what's the problem? It's just, it's just the marketplace. It's just sex for money. What's the big deal? I mean, Mark, you already pointed out, and David, thank you for the call and bringing that up. Mark, you already sure. pointed out that uh, you know, if you're going to take somebody out to dinner or take them out to a bar or whatever, or spend a bunch of money on them in the hopes that you can get sex, wh- why is it so bad to just pay directly for it? What's the big deal? Paying somebody to do a job is legal. Having sex with somebody is legal, but for some reason, paying somebody to have sex with you is illegal. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not saying that there aren't some ugly, ugly, ugly aspects to prostitution, but I do believe that those aspects, when uh, you know, brought into a marketplace, regulated by that marketplace, um, that you will find that those aspects are diminished. Um, it's not over just time. a belief system, Mark. It's tr- it's the fact. I mean, you look at the the brothels. It's hard to get a whole bunch of facts involved. I mean, go look at the brothels in Nevada, and you will see that the girls there are are clean. So you mentioned some of the ugliness. Uh, sexual transmitted diseases are part of that ugliness, right? Because in the prohibited world, in the black market world, you don't really have prostitutes that are as concerned with uh, cleanliness, shall we say. Not really concerned with taking care of themselves. No, I'm not saying they're all that way. There are plenty of upscale call girls that, uh, that exist. We're talking more about like the street-level people. Because it's the street-level folks that get busted. The upscale ones aren't really getting popped because they're much more, I guess, covert with their activities. But in general, uh, in a fully legal marketplace, you have competition, open competition between brothels, between service providers, between uh, you know ladies or, or men. And uh, and part of that competition is, hey, we're clean. We do testing. We have a doctor come in here every single day or once a week or whatever it is that you know the market determines is appropriate to make sure that folks are being safe. And, of course, the girls don't want to get uh, infected, so they want to make sure their customers are using condoms and that their customers are, are, are being safe as well. You've also got the aspect of the black market that comes into play where, again, it's illegal. So if you've got a, uh, you know, a girl that's working with her pimp to rip off her customers – You'll see these things happen where, a, a, you know, John will be called to a, they'll meet a client or excuse me, the girl will meet a client at a hotel room, for instance. And then in the hotel room, there's some burly man waiting in the bathroom. Uh, when the guy gets his clothes off, the uh, man comes out and beats the hell out of the John, leaving him bloody. And then uh, they take his wallet and they run the heck out of there. And the, the reverse happens, too, where John's beat prostitutes and, uh, you know, do horrible, violent things to them. And there's nothing the prostitute can do. She's not going to go to the police and say, hey, I'm a prostitute and I need you to go after this John who beat me because she's a prostitute and she knows she'll be arrested for that. So there's all kinds of violence and, uh, and danger that are they're not inherent in prostitution. They're inherent in the black market. Anyway, 800-259-9231. The only humane solution is to legalize prostitution. And you can disagree with it all you want. That's fine. No one will ever force you to buy a prostitute. And the idea that you'll be able to uh, prevent people from buying prostitutes is clearly nonsense. It has never... All of the prohibitions and the punishments and the... 
uh, the court systems and the jail time, all of that has never stopped men and women and men and men and women and women trading sex for money. Period. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the live Saturday edition. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Mentioned the archives earlier. There's a lot of them. They go back all the way to uh, late 2006, and they're brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates for you to choose for you to choose from. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.freetalklive.com host you. Get 24/7 technical support, 45-day money-back guarantee, 99.9% uptime guarantee, and their free tools all of their free tools they've got a, pl- a plethora of them over there at hostgator.freetalklive.com also get your first month completely free hostgator.freetalklive.com back to the phones and the fun scott in evansville indiana you're on free talk live hello scott scott oh wait a minute scott i had your phone pot turned down let's try that again go ahead okay um just a quick um thing about the jail and i know that was an hour ago but uh, they make a ton of money off the prisoners. They get paid per prisoner. At least they get state and federal money. So it's not just the phone calls that are making them money. Oh, no doubt uh, about that. I mean, they get thousands and thousands of dollars per year per prisoner. You're absolutely right about that. So that's why you see the prison industry so-called expanding at such a rapid pace. And that's why there's it's very unlikely uh, that the government's going to turn around and you know and legalize drugs or prostitution because that means that a bunch of people will have to be let out of jail. And uh, that means they won't be able to fill up jails and build a whole bunch of new ones. Yeah, and we have the cheap jail here. It only costs $35 million, but anyway. <laughs> uh, yep. Gold-plated toilets for those convicts. Yep. Wish I could get one of those myself. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, thanks, Scott. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Now, I, I've been in the $40 million uh, jail here in Keene, and there, there's no gold-plated toilets. I think most of that money just went into the contractor's pockets, Mark. Uh, let's continue here and talk to Jay, listening in Charleston to WVTS-FM. Hello, Jay. Yeah, how you doing? Jay, just great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, I've listened uh, and I hear it time and time again, everybody complaining about what the government's doing to us and what they're not doing for us and, uh, you know, the prohibition on the the things that are illegal that you've been discussing and everything. And, And I'd like to bring up a valid point that we need to stop complaining and start figuring out what we can do to take back our country. And you know the people I don't want it back. I I hope they uh you know I I I support secession. Absolutely. And, and you right. know 
I'd, I'd like to hear some callers call in and uh, give some ideas of, of how we can take our country back because, uh, first off, we need to get to the top of who's actually pulling the strings, and that's almost impossible to do. What do you but, mean by uh, that? There's people what? out there that know how to do it. And well, the, the point, people, point of information, what do you mean by the people pulling the strings get to the top? Can you explain that a little, little well, bit? Well, we all know that our government's uh, run by higher-ups, uh, or at least some of us know that. A uh, little research on the Bilderbergs uh, is one of them, the Illuminatis. Uh, I could go on. I but, know you uh, could go on, and we've heard those things before on this program. And it's true, the Bilderbergs exist. It's a group of uh, you know elite men and women from around the world that meet up to I don't know presumably control the world together. Well, they, or they, like they, that. they talk about ways to you know that uh, foreign policies they'd like to see implemented in different countries. But what's the point in knowing who they are? I mean, the suggestion here being that there are puppet masters who are pulling the strings on Barack Obama or George Bush, and maybe that's all very true. But finding out who they are, how's that going to help? Well, finding out who they are is not going to help so much, but uh, maybe getting them to change their views somehow and getting getting them to open their eyes to what's going on in the world and the fact that we're, we're destroying ourselves by the, the laws that are in place are, are just ruining this planet. But they are and, benefiting, and they it's very unlikely, considering how they benefit from uh, from the, the laws that are in place, like the Federal Reserve basically pouring money into their pockets uh, from your and I's pockets, of course. Uh, that's what inflation is about. When they print more money, it takes value out of our uh, wallets, and it puts it in the, the wallets of those who are politically connected. Um, so it's very unlikely that the men and women who are in a position of power throughout the world are in any way going to be swayed uh, by the wonderful persuasive ideas that we're discussing here, the ideas of, uh, of individual liberty. I mean, after all, they already have a lot of power and wealth, so why on earth would they want to, uh, you know, want to give that up or, or put their, uh, their precious power and wealth in jeopardy? It's very unlikely. I think that instead of focusing on the hierarchy, we really should focus on your question earlier, and that is, what can people do? Although I don't agree with the idea of taking the country back. Again, I want nothing to do with having a country. I I'd just love want... to. I'd love to see the United States, uh, you know, brought to a point where uh, you know that there's liberty or a lot more liberty um, than we currently have. I'd like to see a divided states. How about fifty? I, I different just don't state think that it's it's likely. I think that you know, I think that it being divided up is a is a is a much more productive way of going about that. It may be the the, the inevitability. I mean. You look at the Soviet Union, everybody thought that was just going to keep on rolling, and then all of a sudden, it didn't. It, it broke apart, and nobody, uh, nobody really predicted that. Uh, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's uh, you know, open the question up. What can people do to so-called take the country back, whatever that means, presumably you know, get rid of this insane, overarching federal government that is controlling every aspect or is attempting to control every aspect of your personal and business life. That is what I would like to see happen. I would like to see people being left alone, people being allowed to live their lives how they want, as long as they aren't aggressing against other human beings. And in order to do that, here's my answer to the question, in order to get to a world in which humans can interact on a consensual basis, we have to educate. We have to uh, get the ideas of individual liberty out into the populace, out into the public around the world, spread the ideas of uh, personal freedom and economic freedom, uh, spread the ideas of the fact that we're we're all human beings, and whatever plot of land we were born on doesn't matter. We all have the same feelings and the wants and, uh, and desires in general. In general, spread these ideas and try to, you know, get rid of the 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 wedges that governments have driven in between us. I mean, the governments. 
thrive on having different groups of people square off and uh, and fight with one another over Well, that's control. what government is. Government is the gun that uh, two that the two groups fight over to use against each other. Yeah, so ending the uh, de- the desire for one group or another to grab the gun and wield it against the other group and is is an important fact and getting information into people's minds asking uh, important questions asking you know talking about the ideas of liberties is a major step towards getting where we need to go. Luckily, we've got the internet. It makes it much more possible now than ever before. As we pointed out, this show wouldn't exist. We would not be on 100, almost 100 radio, 95 almost radio stations today if it weren't for the internet. The show probably wouldn't exist at all. If we did exist, Mark, it'd probably still be a, you know, a little show in Sarasota, Florida or something like that. And uh, so it's because of the internet that the ideas of liberty have been spreading much more rapidly in the last decade than ever before. However, it's still not good enough because you look at Ron Paul in 2008. Yeah, that was pretty cool what Ron Paul did back then, and he certainly did effectively spread the ideas of freedom. That's why I gave him a few hundred bucks uh, for his campaign because I want to see other people come on to these ideas. Same here. But he didn't, you know, even come close to making it through the primary. Not his fault. I mean, the you know the the American voters decided that he wasn't going to be the one that made it through the primary because the ideas of liberty have not been effectively uh, communicated widely and far enough. So what we need to do is concentrate the activism, as we mentioned earlier in the program tonight, the Free State Project, getting people who have encountered the ideas, who have not only encountered the ideas of individual liberty, but also embraced those ideas and fully understand what they mean, because. You know, it's a scary idea, letting people right. be free. Yeah, I mean, lots of people, the, fir- the first thing, that one of the first things that people will ask you is, oh, your, your ideas of freedom are so great, why haven't they been implemented someplace in the world? Well, the reason is, is because lots of people profit from using aggression and tyranny in order to, uh, you know, enslave the populace. I mean, that doesn't that make sense? Sure, so, and they and part of the enslaving of the the population is also the dumbing down of that population and getting them to be distracted by things like bread and circuses, while the uh, the people that are in charge, so called, are, are basically fleecing them. So there's a lot of information and misinformation, uh, information that needs to get out, misinformation that needs to be corrected, ideas that need to be changed. But one of the most effective ways to change ideas is to concentrate activism. And so, therefore, if you get the ideas of liberty, then you should get together with other people that do. It's nice to go and meet up once in a while, like I used to in Sarasota, Florida, when I lived down there. I used to meet with the Libertarian Party there. And, yeah, it was nice to meet with those guys once a week and have some dinner at uh, Bennigan's. But not much ever got done because there was only like five to ten people and they had busy lives and there just wasn't much happening there. But now I'm in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and there are hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people that have made the move here. Over 10,600 people are pledged to move. We want to get to 20,000 at the very least pledged to move here and uh, get people here sooner rather than later. Fact is, you bring liberty-minded people together, all of a sudden, things that had never been possible before become possible, they become doable, they become easy, and we really can have liberty in our lifetime. Freestateproject.org. Learn more. Hour 3 is next. You take control. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempacs, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. Control of the airwaves, dial in toll free, bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI as we launch into this third hour of the live Saturday edition. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. Once again, that number 800 259 9231. And you can, of course, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features on the site are totally free. So enjoy those. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Going to jump right into your phone calls. You can bring up anything that's the point of free talk live that's why we call it free talk live let's go to the phones and the fun and talk first to anthony listening to kgoe on the west coast in eureka hello anthony hello guys great show i want to agree and disagree with you all right i want to agree that we have a, a violent master and that we are a post-modern post-industrial service on the plantation all right but i want to disagree with you and that i think your your culture your, your, your libertarianism, sociologists and psychologists say, is uh, gross and decadent because of the promiscuity. And they give the examples of tweenies being exposed to countless uh, uh, instances of soft porn on, on violent sex and sexualized violence on television, and it gets worse from there. Well, wait a minute, Anthony. What does that have to do with uh, the ideas of, uh, of individual liberty? I mean, those things are happening today, and we don't have individual liberty. But that, that, that does represent individual liberty. Those instances do. They're the result of, individual, of, of libertarianism. Well, wait a minute. No, we don't have, we don't have true liberty today. Uh, we have, a, a, as you acknowledged, essentially a growing police state. And those things and there, are, exist- there are far more tyrannical governments out there, ones that uh, score far lower on the, uh, the sort of the liberty uh, lists uh, as far as countries. That- but. That, that, are, that are far My more promiscuous. My point is that those instances, the individuals have, have taken upon themselves libertarianism. I, uh, perhaps you're confusing the term libertine, uh, you know, libertine with libertarian. A libertine is a person who wants to experience lots of different sort of decadent things. I, am, I understand that, but last week you were talking about Skins, a TV show. Yeah. And this relates to that. It's the result of your culture. Well, Skins is a, is a documentary uh, television show, a sort of reality television show about the it's lives. Not either of those, it's fictional. It's fictional. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, about, it's fictional. Uh, it's about the lives of some uh, you know teenage ki- kids. Their it's reality. It's our current culture. The, their experiences in, with drugs and sex and all those things. It shows the uh, consequences of those actions. And honestly, I never got you know that's what, in church. That's what they told me too. The consequences of actions. We had frank and, and honest uh, discussions about what. No, sex they're was. advocating. They're conditioning it. That's a propag- a propagandizing, and that's a, have you seen a the show? socialization and the culture. Culture, sir. Have you seen the show? Uh, I've seen I've seen the ads. Uh, yeah. I, you haven't seen listen, the show. No, I, I've seen okay. a lot of shows like that. Don't try to fool me. Mm-hmm. No, this is 
what I'm talking about, listen, the revolution is coming. Don't get me wrong. I'm a progressive like you. But uh, well, this, I don't know this, if I'm a progressive. That's an overreaction. I, I it's an overreaction to Victorianism. That's what it is, promiscuity. No okay. doubt about that. I, I'll agree with you there. I think that uh, when you see people behaving in certain deviant ways, if you want to use that term, I think that's Jim? a result of that deviancy is a result of Victorianism. It is a result of Puritanism. It is a result of sexual repression. If we had a culture with a healthy uh, attitude towards sex, then I don't think a lot of the things you're complaining about would be as much of a problem. Well, I, I, think, I think we've discussed this. And, uh, my, my point is that libertarianism has, has proved that... Uh, that it doesn't work. What are you talking because about? Because it exists right now. But listen... It does uh, not exist right now. The ideas of, of individual liberty do not exist in We have a, a gross, decadent culture. Form. Do we or do we not? And, and the people that make it gross and decadent are... That's your opinion. opinion. It's your opinion that it's gross. You, you know, this is, uh, listen, these aren't my ideas. Sociologists, uh, why do you care if somebody wants to go and look at some weird porn on the Internet? Why do you care if somebody wants to tie each other I'm up? I'm telling and, you, because it went down a slippery slope. Just, what? It's what worse slope? in the 60s, the slippery a slippery slope. slope. You, you so suggested... the stuff you see on t- the pornography that the, that the tweenies are exposed to countless times a day. That's my original argument and premise. Uh, so so I, I could, I'd like to go back to other cultures, cultures where um, you know people, the, the vast majority of people throughout time have lived in one small room. So their kids saw uh, you know adults copulating. Uh, they saw you know the, the the fact is when girls had turned twelve, they'd get married off. Uh, now, are, are you calling those cu- cultures gross and decadent? Uh, well, see. That's cultural relativism. Um, I'm calling ours gross and decadent. That's my point. Well, how and? is it? It's it's gross and decadent by the Victorian model that you're talking about, but Whoa. by but by human models, ones that have existed throughout time, it is in fact relatively normal. What would you like to see, Anthony, as far as people and their uh, proclivities towards sex? Well, obviously, I, I don't want to see tweenies, teenagers exposed to to numerous multitudinous instances of soft porn on the television because it's a conditioning tool, just like Alex Huxley said. Should the TV is going to be your babysitter. Should, should teenagers be able to experiment with sex? Yes. Oh, okay, so they just shouldn't be able to watch it. We're talking about pornography exposed. Don't you get it yet? Come on. No, I don't it's, get you it. That's why I'm You went down the slippery slope. You, what, Anthony. You Slow down. You try to I have to more questions, so I can try a, to understand. A, million, a, a large audience. Anthony, I want to understand what you're saying here. You're social saying conditioning. It's, it's, Libertarianism leads to bad social conditioning. You are now repeating yourself. Look. Oh, yeah. Look, if, do you want to have a conversation or not? Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay, great. So you're saying that it's bad that teenagers can see softcore porn. I presume you would also mean it's bad that they saw hardcore porn as well. Because they're seeing it, I'm sure. Uh, because they have internet access and they can see this stuff. It doesn't matter if it's I on TV. I saw it at six in a magazine. Well, there you go. You're agreeing with me. No, I'm not agreeing with you. I don't think it's a problem. I think that it's okay for people to be exposed to uh, teenage tweenies to see hardcore porn. They're looking at it right now. It's Saturday night in America. I know that. I'm saying I'm, I'm criticizing it. Well, I'm talking about sexualized what violence. You have a culture. It, it resulted in a culture of sexualized violence and violent sex. How do you That's stop it? Point. I mean, th- what what else are you going to do? How are you going to shut down the internet? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. What, do you want? what else can you do? Come on, I'm an intellectual like you. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you're going to stop teenagers from looking at porn on the internet, like maybe that's the case. I don't. I mean, what, do you, what do you want to accomplish, Anthony? 
Well, clearly, a, a, a utopia, you know, a better society, <laughs> something How? that is not, not something that is not that is not controlled by these masters. All right, I'll give you some some solutions. Yeah, you please. say we shouldn't. You say we shouldn't know uh, who, who these uh, identified the uh, the arch enemies. Sure, we should, so that we can expose them, shame them, establish their guilt. And you know what that leads to? It leads to the revolution the of yes, it leads to the revolution that's spreading across northern Europe, uh, Anthony, northern Africa. We what? know who the bad guys are. They're in Washington D.C. and their names are very, very public. If you want to expose the puppet masters, then what? What is that going to change? I want to get back to the issue at hand. That is the idea that you think uh, you know sexual deviancy is a huge problem in this country and it's based on porn. What would you do to change that? I like porn. I'm telling you, went down. You, you crossed <laughs> oh, the line. At so least wait, you're crossing so the line. So porn's okay for Anthony, but it's not no, okay no, for a fourteen-year-old. Ca- come on, I'm talking about. You said deviant porn. Okay. Oh, now, okay. So now we got to decide. Oh God. So now Anthony, you get to be the well, arbiter. Here's of what the criteria. Is and what is not I should be the dark. I should be the arbiter. Television. So you get to decide what is and what is uh, what is not porn or deviant. No, porn. You, you get a committee of twelve uh, Nobel Prize uh, Nobel Peace Prize winners. Are to make you these kind kidding of me? So on a rotating basis. Does this does the committee get to review every single b- uh, piece of pornography created in this country? <laughs> Do you understand how many porn movies are made on a yearly, if not monthly, You're basis? You're going to warp their minds in thirty days. They'll all be deviants before in, in, in inside of a, a month. You, you well, are like, certainly like you, a brothers, utopian. I'm, there I'm, is I'm no doubt. only intellectual. I'm an engineer. You're talking about a matter of technique and installation mechanism. How to install it? You see, well, you've you got to have all the ideas, my friend, and it, you know the whole idea that you can control human beings and and what kind of uh, pornography they want to access and create well, that's what is doing ludicrous. To us. They're controlling us. They're manipulating us in a no, very very insidious way. You get to choose way. what you watch. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I just wonder about the kind of porn that bonobos would create for themselves or chimpanzees would create for themselves if they you know could do such a thing. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. You can take control. Talk about pornography if you want. Dirty, dirty bonobos, too. <laughs> Whatever's on your mind. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated, so send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you'll find on our site. One of those features is our webcam. You can watch, listen, and chat because the chat room is built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can do that. It's free, of course. That's cam.freetalklive.com. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, 
at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling, in stock, ready to ship, the overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. Not only that, but MemoryDealers.com brings you the Free Talk Live webcams. You can see that again at cam.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your calls, your thoughts, Kevin is listening to WSC-FM in Charleston, South Carolina. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing tonight? Hey, what's on your mind? Well, I just tuned in just a little while ago. I'm still working, of course. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm glad your boss is getting their money's worth. Oh, I'm the boss. So okay, so God, excellent. <laughs> um, but anyway, the last caller was talking, oh, you know, we have to restrict what, what teenagers see. The problem right now is that teenagers have too much free time. When you have free time as a teenager, you're going to get into stuff you're not supposed yeah, to be yeah, in. Yeah, I agree with that. One way or the other. So... If, if parents are worried about it, they, they're going to keep their kids busier. They're going to make sure that they're staying in their rooms at night, not sneaking out and doing things. And it doesn't matter what's on. If you restrict their, their access, they're not going to get into it. You know, jobs are a good thing. Um, a lot of kids, I, I, you know, I, I had a job at 12 years old. I feel that it taught me uh, more about the world than uh, high school, uh, quite Absolutely. honestly. There was no more maturing factor in my life than going to work and interacting I, with, with adults in that way. I agree with you. I was working at 12 myself. So, Well, of course, now we um, should point out here that it's illegal uh, in most circumstances for teenagers or 12-year-olds or 10-year-olds or whoever, uh, anybody under the age of 14, typically, it's illegal for them to work in most circumstances. There are a few exceptions to that, you know, like on the family farm, that's legal or whatever. Working for your family is usually legal. But working at a job in any fashion under the age of 14 across the country is generally, uh, is generally illegal. And so it's the government and their rules that are supposedly to protect children and keep them children for as long as possible. Uh, that's what is uh, is essentially contributing to what you're talking about here with having these kids with a lot of free time on their hands, which means they go find mailboxes to blow up or worse. So um, actually allowing kids to work would uh, at early ages would actually solve a lot of that, pro- that, that problem that you pointed out. Well, now you're getting into the biggest problem that our country has is that we've gotten away from the small business yeah. with kids having to work with their parents to help earn income to support the family to um, mom and dad killing themselves to give junior as much free time and free spending money as possible. And it's, it's ridiculous when you start thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I have, I have no problem with parents giving activities to their kids, you know, football or something like that, because most kids will take it, take and look at that like a job, too, because um, that's really all it is. It's uh, a job is something that occupies your time. Well, you can and, build skills and things yeah, like that. You know, and, and I built lots of them. And I absolutely agree that the, the government, the, the people in power are most easily manipulated by the people with the most money. The biggest businesses have the most money. Big businesses don't want competition from small businesses, because small businesses turn into big businesses so they right. restrict the marketplace they don't allow people to uh, t- to open small businesses they put uh, you know what they call uh, regulations and uh, licensing and all these things in order to keep the, the marketplace as clear as possible from new upstarts anything else you yeah, want to share I'm, uh, I mean that was that was basically it I mean this country needs to get back to the little person by letting small business get be big business again. Thank you for the call tonight, Kevin. Big- yep, I appreciate you, and I appreciate the call at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, uh, of course, to, in order to do that, in order to encourage small businesses to exist, uh, regulations need to be ended and rolled back and gotten rid of, and the, the government is what gets in the way of people creating businesses for themselves. 
I know when I was looking at when I was younger, I, I fell in love with radio. I mean, I've been into radio since I can remember. And I thought, boy, it sure would be cool to have my own radio station. Yeah. And then I went and I figured, well, you know, because I didn't know much about Liberty back when I was a teenager. Uh, so I you know, figured, well, I've got to do this right. Because, you know, right means in an obedient fashion, doing whatever the law says to do. So, oh, I better figure out how to do this all legal. And so I started to look into what it took to start a radio station legally. Tens of thousands of dollars just to get into the lottery process to get a license. It doesn't mean you'll win. It just means that you spend tens of thousands of dollars to have a chance to get a, to get a license. incredibly expensive, incredibly confusing. Uh, the, the regulations are just this morass of impossibility to, uh, to navigate. And uh, you need to have a you know basically an FCC attorney or something like that to uh, to hire on to yeah even that's, get they you absolutely the have they absolutely have attorneys that uh, de- you know interface with the FCC for you because nobody can figure out how to do it on their own yep and that's even presuming that there's a filing window that's even presuming they're allowing people to apply for a new FM station or a new AM station or something like that so it was just so daunting. And I know that I'm not the only one who has encountered that. I know there are a lot of other people that have said, well, you know, I'd like to cut hair for a living. What will it take for me to cut hair? Oh, well, you've got to get this barber's license. You've got to get an occupational permit. You've got to get a health permit. You've got to get this and you've got to get that. And you've got to bow down and kiss somebody's ring or kiss somebody's boot, pay some bribes in order to get just get business done. It's so absurd. And the idea that this is in any way the land of the free is just so laughable. Anyone who's ever tried to start their own business knows that. That's a huge joke. Well, it's certainly freer than most, the vast majority of countries out there. It's not the freest country in the world anymore, and that's nope. a sad thing. And I think the saddest thing is is that it doesn't seem to have alarmed any of our politicians. The United States is progressively losing freedoms every year. That's there what their more, job is, Mark. They're yeah. the politicians. They're lawmakers. So they go into office with the intention to take away more freedom. I, well, that that may or may that may be true. Then Some of them say go in something. there with the imaginations that they're going to make the world a better place, mm. and by taking away freedom. Well, the, the the whole the system itself is designed to corrupt even the uncorrupted that go in. Sure is. So uh, so one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the SACL CAI toll free line. So absolutely, ending these stupid government regulations would go a long way toward uh, allowing small businesses to flourish. And as he pointed out, some of them would become larger businesses. Uh, but some people are out there going to say, whoa, 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 we can't, we can't end regulations. There's evil corporations out there that are going to hurt people if you just let, you know, can't get rid of the government's rules. Businessmen are evil and they're going to take advantage of people. What would you say to that one, Mark? Well, it's, uh, you know, I agree that we need regulations. It's just that the government isn't the right body to do the regulating. The fact is that in, in the absence of regulation in so many places in the marketplace, the, the marketplace has stepped up. Organizations have stepped up and they do the regulating and they do it so much better, it's so much more efficiently. It's, it's, it's a self-regulating system. It is a consensual regulating system. And I don't even like the term regulation because it's uh, it has such a government non-consensual, I think, component to it. It's certifications, I think, are really important in the marketplace, you know, like where you are certified to be cleanly or you're certified to be safe or you're certified to be a computer expert or you're certified at various different things that you could be certified at. And then people that are concerned about quality and, and what they're getting with their service provider, their product, can check for those certifications and they can learn more about who they're dealing with in advance of uh, doing it. More coming up. You take control. It's, it's Retalk Live.
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Toll-free, take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the website. We give you the features there for free. You can go to our mobile site, m.freetalklive.com, and get quick access to uh, different streaming software for your phone. Uh, We actually just sent out a uh, notice tonight about something that's pretty cool, the... uh, the brand new Liberty Radio app is available now for the iPhone and for the iPad. So far, just for those uh, those formats, maybe one of these days we'll get uh, the Android out. But it was done without even us knowing it was being done. Uh, one of our listeners, Zach, he decided he wanted to create this really spiffy app that allows people with iPhones and iPads to play Free Talk Live via our live streams or also listen to our podcast. And he put however many hours it took. I mean, programming is, is not a quick thing. So he put however much time it took for him to make this. And he put it up online for anybody to download for free. It's incredible. I, I got the chance to uh, to test it out. I don't have an iPhone or an, uh, an iPad, but I, I had some friends bring over an iPad uh, last uh, last week so I could see it. And man, it's really cool. And he he did it all on the house, and I didn't even know what was going on, which is you know, it's why we don't care about intellectual – one of the reasons why you know, I don't care about intellectual property. Please take Free Talk Live, put the logo on stuff, whatever you want to do with it. doesn't matter. Make your own iPhone app. And that's what he did. He went out and he made an, a whole app, and it's now available uh, over on the mobile site at m.freetalklive.com. Totally free. Pretty cool. And that's Zach? That's thanks to Zach, yeah. Thanks, Zach. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows that the way they, they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. It's top on the right-hand side of the page. No. Something I wanted to reflect on, we didn't get a chance last segment. There was a caller earlier in this hour, Anthony from uh, Eureka, listening to KGOE, who called to complain about libertines. He kept using the term libertarianism, but he was talking about libertines. He was talking about people who they just want to experience, you know, like uh, hedonists, basically. And he was talking about it in a very negative fashion, like, you know, this is the downfall of society. Kids are looking at porn. There's deviancy. And, of course, I pointed out that, well, a lot of the deviancy has to do with the fact that people are sexually repressed in this country and they pretend like sex doesn't exist and are told not to be uh, interested in those things. And I think that makes I think that makes sexual uh, the natural sexual interest that everybody has when they go through 
uh, puberty. I think that that essentially results in it manifesting in some un, uh, some unhealthy and perhaps deviant ways. But I don't think that's deniable, honestly. Oh, absolutely. But this guy uh, was basically coming. He called us fellow progressives. And I don't I don't take that title for myself, and I certainly don't take the title conservative either. I'm a liberty minded uh, individual, but. That kind of let us know what he believes he is, right? Like he believes he's a progressive. He's listening on KGOE, which has mostly progressive talk okay. uh, on their station. So he believes he's a progressive. I try not to jump these conclusions with people, but my fellow progressives, yeah, that's it, it, saying yeah, I'm a progressive, and I think you're. There's a always indications right? out there. Okay, so uh, so this guy believes he is a so-called progressive, and if you look at what. So-called conservatives might say about progressives, oh, liberals, they just want sex everywhere. And liberals, you know, they, 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 they don't care about uh, morality. And, you know, it would be a conservative viewpoint to suggest that liberals want to, uh, you know, just have it, sex everywhere. It would right? be, but it's not an accurate one. It was Al Gore and Tipper Gore and uh, Joe Lieberman were all involved in the, the, the whole 1980s thing where they were going to they were going to slap labels on ro- that dirty rock and roll music. They did, the parental advisory label. Yep. Uh, you know, they Frank Zappa. Uh, D. Schneider, uh, what was the, the guy, Bye Bye American Pie guy, the John Denver. Um, no, that wasn't Bye Bye American Pie. Anyway, uh, John Denver, they all came yeah. and they spoke out against it, but Congress went ahead and passed it to show America uh, what a bunch of family values that the folks in Washington, D.C. have when they're not uh, you know, laid up in a hotel room with a hooker <laughs> or trying to uh, feel some uh, gay guy's uh, leg underneath a, uh, well, a bathroom as, stall. Do as I say, not as I do, Mark. Yeah. Uh, so... Right. That is exactly the point I wanted to make with this is that this whole idea somebody called in earlier in the show. Well, there's the left and there's the right and the the extreme left and the extreme right. It it is all meaningless to me. What has meaning to me is whether or not a human being is interested in controlling another human being by force. That is the relevant question. And you look at this. This guy is a perfect example of why it is that progressives aren't necessarily this one way. Progressives aren't necessarily sexually liberal. Look at this. This guy doesn't even want porn to exist, or he doesn't want it to be in the hands of teenagers and just wants to form a panel of 12 people that will look over all the porn in the world and determine whether or not people can see it. I mean, it's just the, the control freak mentality is all across the spectrum of this so-called left-right paradigm. Just because somebody is considered a progressive doesn't mean they're sexually liberal in the, in the least. And in fact, you you talked about uh, some of those politicians recently, Mark. We've seen Hillary Clinton as uh, another pusher of these Mm so-called family values. She's somebody that wants to ban violence from video games. Right. You know, it's it's an easy way for them to look like they're more conservative when they're not. The fact is, it's all about how much more government do they want to put in their lives. Conservatives Mm -hmm. love government just as much as liberals do. They just love it in different ways. Sure. We'd love to have your thoughts at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So my point being, you, you can't pigeonhole these people. If somebody calls himself a conservative or progressive, ask them more about what they actually believe. Can you sum up your, uh, your viewpoint in two sentences for me? Can you sum up your viewpoint in less than a paragraph? I mean, if, Who can? I really don't think people can. I can. I believe all human beings should interact on a consensual basis. Period. Liberals and conservatives cannot. And this is a point that uh, Mark Stevens has made over at uh, MarkStevens.net. That's Mark with a C. Whenever he's in a conversation with somebody who labels themselves in this way, oh, great. That's great that you're a conservative. Can you please sum up for me in you know, a sentence what that means? No. They don't yeah. know. They, don't, they have to, well, wait, let me call Rush Limbaugh and ask him what he thinks. Yeah. They don't know. 
And, and, you know, it was interesting. Uh, I, I don't think Rush Limbaugh, th- this is th- this is about the time it all began to unravel for me, was the Alien Gonzalez case. Um, you know, Rush Limbaugh didn't really have an opinion on Alien Gonzalez until Bill Clinton had one. Mm. When Bill Clinton got himself an opinion on the Alien <laughs> Gonzalez the case, right? then Rush Limbaugh's turned into the opposite. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So this is this is often what is the case when it comes to the liberal and conservative thing. Yeah, they don't have a principle uh, from which to base their opinions or their viewpoint. They just go along with the crowd or or they just have views on how they want to control others. And then they kind of base whatever their opinions are based on how much control they want to have over people. It's just crazy. So 1-800-259-9231. My whole point being, throw the labels out because they don't mean anything. They're just a way to make you fight with other people. That's right. And that comes back to another thing that we talked about before, where the government exists as this, uh, you know, this ringmaster, this this violent, you know, the ring of destruction almost, uh, that uh, different people are fighting over control of because they've been told that those other people over there are so different from you and they want to control you. So you better get the ring first before those other people get the ring because uh, they're going to control you if you don't control them and of course they see that there's all kinds of controls and rules and things like that and they want to be able to be the ones who will write the next They're like ones. tina turner in the what was it the, the 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 sphere of doom two men enter one <laughs> man leave she goes in there and she talks about the, the master of disaster and you know they they, they do all this shtick to get people to to fight against each other over this mechanism of destruction which is the government and that they they must use on the other person and they feel like they're going to be obliterated if they don't go for that mechanism to of destruction. Let's talk to Mike listening in South Carolina to WSCFM. Hello, Mike. Mike. Thing as always. Hey, what's on your um, mind? I was listening to the guy that called in, you talking about him, you know, the more immorality leading our country to destitution. And I hear that a lot from my Christian friends about, you know, the Rome, Rome and Greece and how, you know, it destroyed them. And my main question is if that's the case, how come Rome existed as a very hedonistic, openly sexual, uh, homosexuality, pedophilia, everything else that you could possibly imagine. And they existed like that for over 600 years. And then the moment that Constantine made it a Christian nation, less than 200 years later, it was gone. Well, it was no gone, existed. gone, but it was, uh, it was, it was certainly, you know, being slowly destroyed. But you're right, it was let's, I mean, it was, let's dig into that here in a moment. Hang on, Mike, we'll bring it back. Uh, more coming up. You can take control at 800-259-9231. The remaining moments coming up. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80-plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, enjoy the features on the site there. You'll find that they're completely free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. 
and get signed up there with any major credit card or PayPal. And it's all of three bucks a month. It's all we ask for. Now, remember, the website is free, so you can just enjoy the features as much as you'd like. Uh, but if you like this program, you want to help us get on more radio stations around the country, then become an amplifier. For as little as three bucks a month, get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. Get the details. Get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Mike, unfortunately, dropped off the line during the break, Mark, but I wanted to... To I guess dig into what he was saying a little bit further because we didn't have enough time really. Uh, he was talking about uh, Anthony's suggestion earlier that society is too decadent and uh, deviant, and uh, and he brought up the uh, the suggestion that you know this this a lot of people believe that it was decadence that led to the fall of Rome, but he was pointing out that it was like that for six hundred years. And well, yeah, like they were, you know, they were certainly a, a pagan and uh, you know heathen society uh, pr- at, during their rise, uh, during the Republic. Um, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't until Constantine and about three hundred A.D. Um, you know, I, I'm off by a few decades here, but three hundred something A.D. Um, and they uh, the fourth century um, if they that they adopted Christianity he basically uh, you know passed it down through edict I'm sure that most of them didn't uh, didn't really uh, switch and mm-hmm. remember they dropped the gods at that point many of them were sun worshippers of Solaris or something like that um, at that point and it, you know then they began their long and slow uh you know dying the, the the empire split within 200 years like you said and then um you know it it was several hundred years after that but yeah so is this just a story that uh, moralists tell in order to get people to try to believe their way? I mean, because if you look around uh, the world right now, look in Egypt. I mean, the, <laughs> there's a revolution going on there, and uh, the Middle Eastern regimes are relatively oppressive. I don't think it's the decadence. I think that that's. Uh, I think that is uh, not true. I think it the. But I think that there's a kernel of truth to people that say that decadence leads to the fall of nations, and I think that that kernel of truth is that the family unit is important, and when the family unit is uh, subverted. Sufficient, sufficiently mm-hmm. in a culture, then you will see the, the, the you know the, the very foundations of it being eroded. That the family unit is the foundation, and it doesn't matter if that family worships Jesus um, or whether that family is uh, you know a, a bunch of pagans or you know what kind of practices. Whether the you know the, the family, the society as a whole, believes that drinking wine with food is a good idea or dancing is a bad idea or whatever. You know all these these uh, claims of certain types of decadence. I just don't. Don't think those are necessarily true. I think that good fathers and mothers teach their good kids what is the good thing to do and in, in what circumstances. And you can watch, I think, television shows and movies where there's violence and sex. And that's a good family. Yeah. And, and that doesn't mean your daughter's going to turn into a stripper and that your son's going to turn into the next natural born killer. Absolutely I think not. these are absolutely nutty things. I think that the average uh you know, teenage kid has probably through video games assassinated probably ten thousand people, <laughs> and somehow or another they're doing just fine out there. Mm-hmm. Violent crime is going down in America, down by a lot, and it has. I think that this whole blaming Hollywood and blaming the, uh, you know, the the media. This is just old, old, old stuff that doesn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense in the fifties when they were blaming comic books for the d- uh, dissolution of America, and it doesn't make sense now. Yeah, I think if anything, having a family wherein these matters are able to be addressed is a a healthier family environment. I think having a family in which, for instance, we've talked about how uh, over in the in Europe. 
families are frequently seen with uh, introducing their kids to wine, alcohol at early ages. They've got boobs and on TV in Europe. They all sure over. do. At primetime TV. Yeah. Uh, like sex, not just boobs, but, but sex. Right. Because you, when you're trying to, when many times when parents are trying to tell their kids that, uh, that, promiscuity is bad they end up saying sex is bad Mm. and when you start saying sex is bad then you're starting to create this whole deviancy thing absolutely because you know that that kid's gonna have sex and then when they start feeling because mommy and daddy mommy said that sex was bad when the little boy thinks that mommy says sex is bad because that little boy stays with you for the rest of your life 90 year old men still have that little boy talking to them in the back of their head it's so destructive and it absolutely is that's how you get deviancy Sex is good. Promiscuity certainly has carries with it a lot of dangers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that those are the, the things that parents need to talk about. And not talking about them, I think, is incredibly dangerous. I mean, it's 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 very dangerous to tell your kids these stories about how sex is bad, and it's also dangerous to just block them off from uh, from any encountering knowledge about it or discussion about it, because then they're going to be even more curious, and they may end up manifesting their curiosity in dangerous ways. You know, like learning about sex from their friends as opposed to learning about it from their so, parents. So many, so much of America, that's how they've learned. Yeah. So, uh, so again, I, I think it's the uh, the other side. The other side is the truth that uh, that the problem with the family units that you were talking about is coming from that repression of refusing to even address these issues. And it's it's that repression is really just another form of control because that's what the family unit has uh, has become. And I just don't think that that's a necessarily a good thing. Is the idea that the parents the parent we decide what's right. And I think you do need discussion. I do think that the the child does need a um, you know to have a role in their own rearing. And that when you tell them well I you know when when you act like I'm not going to talk to you about this subject you're just it's just this passive-aggressive form of control. Let's go to your thoughts. Nick is in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live, watching on the webcam. Hello, Nick. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey. Now, there, uh, have you ever heard of the uh, Kung Bushmen of the Kalahari Desert? Afraid not. Uh, they're, um, they're, a, they're a tribal culture who have existed for thousands of years, and their attitude about sex is completely libertine and it, and they're probably the single oldest most stable society on the planet earth uh, child, you know everybody lives all in one room one room houses and the children are, are right, right next to their parents in the same bed as they're having sex and they don't they don't grow up twisted in any way it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, that that might be a little extreme for our culture but that's just it is an extreme. Example. But it's, it's a it's a valid observation it's it's a valid information Yes. And just from my own personal experience, I think that any decadence that that results uh, from it results from sexual repression and then a sudden release of that repression, because then you don't know how to handle it. It's just like with, you know, uh, alcoholism being rampant in countries where you don't where you don't learn to drink until you're too old. Mm -hmm. You nailed it. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate the call. Let's go to crazy old Sunfest out in California. She's waited three hours to get on the air tonight. Fasting will fix. Here's, here's your here's your dose of crazy for the weekend. Go ahead, Sunfest. Hey, men are never crazy, right? Oh no, Loca. plenty crazy. Loca. Never, never local. Men are plenty okay. crazy. Men are plenty <laughs> crazy, <laughs> Sunfest. <Go ahead. laughs> uh, but not over trivia. But uh, the main thing is, I, I agree about 
Uh, solutions. We need solutions, but first we need to know what it, what's happening. The economic crisis and everything that's happening around the world is this job hunt economy, which the law serves. And once we know that, huh? once we know that, we won't get into apple oranges and talk about uh, you know individual freedom. I like oranges. What do you think? Sunfest? We were talking about bonobos earlier. You know, two different things: apples and oranges. Oranges um, or apples? Take your pick. <laughs> well. The truth is that I our want free- an answer. I want answers. <laughs> it, it, it was a metaphor. Uh, oh, it's too deep. Apples for me, and afraid. oranges refers you to say talking apples about and oranges. I just things. think of a juicy orange and a ripe apple. It and somehow it makes just- me think of ribeyes. Well, fruitarianism is great. The <laughs> beetle, uh, a beetle, Paul McCartney looks like the old beetle, rather the young beetle of the '60s. Now that he's huh? because he has his website, all you need is avocado. Is he a fruitarian? Is uh, Paul McCartney? Yeah, he's yeah. He started a big raw diet, and this is the solution going in uh, going uh, in that direction. Fasting. Okay. Fasting. Wait, wait! Tell don't me cut! More. Don't cut Tell me, me off. Okay. Now. Once we know that the economy runs everything, the laws, uh, dere- uh, you know, regulations, everything uh, uh, serves the economy and big business, uh, then we, uh, you know, then then we understand uh, uh, individual freedoms relative to that. Uh, Freedom, that's uh, good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's free. Well, just, and it's like free. In an economy, they're talking about free I'm enterprise. You're free. Right listen to Would me, you like a please. Grapefruit tonight. Uh, Ruby Red? Hey. Yeah, that's right. Would you like a grapefruit, son? Delicious. Wait a minute. Are you still there? I'm, I'm offering you a grapefruit. Would you like one? Okay. It's freedom delicious. means, uh, means me free. You. Thank means- you so much for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Mmm. <laughs> fruit. <laughs> All right. We're out of time. See you on Monday night. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com, have a great weekend. With so much economic confusion, who can you trust for straight talk? For years, author and investor Peter Schiff has been in the front of the pack, pointing out the insanity while offering real investment solutions. Now, all of Peter's videos, articles, and TV appearances are compiled into a free email. The EP Weekly Digest, which contains the fresh insights by Peter and other Europac voices, like the hard-charging Mike Pinto. To subscribe, please go to epweeklydigest.com, epweeklydigest.com.